fighting for freedom every day. You as the individual, you have the power. You don't have to join a union. You go in as an entry-level position. You get the experience that you need. And then as you work up, you get better at your job, which means they pay you more. If they don't pay you more, then you go to another company to show what you've learned and what your value is to where you can get more. If they really don't like that, then you can go and start your own damn business because we have a free market, laissez-faire, capitalist society, allegedly, to where you can actually go off and do your own thing. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. You're darn right it is. Welcome into the show. It is a post-Monday celebration, the greatest day of the entire week. Why? Because now it's all done. And now you get to see the midweek celebration tomorrow, the downhill slope, the light at the end of the tunnel the weekend right around the corner, the eternal optimist broadcasting live again. Welcome into the show. This is the Voice of Reason. I am Andy Hoosier broadcasting live out of the heart of the nation here in Wichita, Kansas. On our flagship radio station, we are all over the country. Your millennial general reporting for duty like we do every single day. And boy, do we have a lot to talk about. It never ends. Never ends. Although we can kind of say we called it. We kind of knew it was about to happen. The de-escalation of Russia and the Ukraine. Is it happening? Apparently, there is some hopeful optimism going on from NATO and from the United States, although it's not what you're going to hear from Joe Biden right now because the Biden administration really is the one pushing the situation. They like to deflect and talk about this, and they kind of created the scenario. Now they're trying to back off a little bit because then they're like, oh, wow, this really could get serious. So now they're trying to back off a little bit, but yet they still want it to be the news because they don't want to focus on other issues here as well. We'll get to that here in just a second. Welcome into the show, Darcy Eckenberg. Eckenberg. She'll be joining us at the bottom of the hour. She is author of the book Red Cape Rescue. She will be joining to talk about the great resignation. Have you quit your job since COVID-19? If you remember, the last couple months has really been you have the unemployment rate, you have the jobs report, and then you have the resignation report on how many people are leaving their jobs or leaving the workforce because they don't want to work their jobs anymore because of really the progressives of, well, you can get better wages, you can fight and just shut down the business, you can raise the minimum wage fights, you can do all this garbage that they really love to push at the uh, federal level, and it's caused an issue, obviously, with supply chain. It's caused an issue with the economy in general, with the recovery from COVID-19. So we'll talk about that at the bottom of the hour. And have you quit your job? Why? And according to Darcy, how many people are actually regretting leaving their jobs? We'll get to that here in just a little bit. You can follow us all over our social media, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Twitch.tv, Instagram, TikTok, and uh, I don't remember, Our Freedom Book. Oh, we do have... The other one now, what was it, Getter? I got a Getter. So now you can get me at Getter because I got it. So (laughs) there you go. We have that. We've been sharing things on there. I have been trying really, really hard. I didn't get one today, but I've been trying really hard to do a daily TikTok video to reach maybe the younger generation to reach and at least get some content out there that's a little bit more on the, uh, the, the, at least the conservative opinion out there in the world of TikTok where the 18-year-olds and 12-year-olds and whoever's on TikTok are now watching that and be like, oh, wow, there is another side to the issue. So we've been trying it. You can follow us on TikTok, all of it at the handle at Hoosier Reason. That's H-O-O-S-E-R, at Hoosier Reason on all of our social media sites and our website at HoosierReason.com. All right, big topic of the day. Of course, let's jump right into it because a lot of things changing very rapidly, it seems like. 
What's trending today? Let's start off with Vladimir Putin and with the Russians here, shall we? According to MSN.com, there has been a retreat of some of the soldiers that were on the Ukrainian border from Russia going back after doing their military uh, playthroughs and military uh, trainings that they were doing. They have uh, removed some of their troops from the Ukrainian border. There's a sigh of relief as conversations continue. Vladimir Putin says that he is open to negotiations, which really leads to the assumption that, yeah, we get it. You're on a power trip. You wanted to flex your muscles a little bit. You wanted to show off some of your new military weapons. You wanted to show off your manpower that you have and say, don't mess with us because we're the Russians and we can do everything that we want. I get it. At the same time, it really did show. So congratulations. Well done. You did successfully show that the United States is extremely weak. We have extremely weak leadership with the Biden administration, Joe Biden himself, the Blinken guy who's our secretary of state, who we have heard zero about over the last how many weeks it's just been ongoing, outside of him saying, well, we sent a letter and we were really stern about it. And by golly, we'll say that we'll end trade with them if they, gosh darn it, just don't end all their big stuff that they're doing because they're meanie heads. I mean, that's the last that I've heard from him. So congratulations, you flexed your muscles, which is really, you know, for narcissists, it's really about flexing their muscles, showing the power trip that they're on, showing how much influence they have over somebody else and how they can bully others around. And they did it. Russia did it. They flexed it against Ukraine. They flexed it against the United States. And it shows that we have very weak leadership here and that they really proved their points. So I don't personally... Again, don't quote me on this. Personally, I think we're in a good move. We're, we're starting to de-escalate. The conversations are beginning again and that we could actually not see any conflict because they said if it was going to happen, it could potentially happen by the end of this week during the U.S. Oli- or during the Olympics. So I don't know what's going to happen there. Maybe something could flare up. But as they talk about potentially not entering Ukraine into NATO, then I think that's the conversation. We're like, great, we can now finally get along. The funny part about it, though, is that while they were doing their interview and talking about the activity and the diplomacy and the conversations being gone, they had to throw in, uh, uh, what's his name, up in Canada, Trudeau, Justin Trudeau. And Vladimir Putin has apparently said that Justin Trudeau is a tyrant. (laughs) I mean... I mean, that's just ironic, isn't it? The tyrant talking about another tyrant and different flavors of tyranny. That's why they're like, oh, like fascism's on the right. It's not all the tyrants, every type of big government totalitarianism that oppresses people in any way, shape, or form is on the left side of the political spectrum. It's just different flavors of it. It's the different flavored ice creams that you can have, but at the end of the day, you're all ice cream. And that's the way tyrants work. So while Vladimir Putin is oppressing potentially Ukraine and bullying his way through showing off his awesome masculinity that the uh, beta males and the progressives here in the United States absolutely despise, he laughed at uh, Justin Trudeau in Canada with the protest that's ongoing because he still has yet to have a conversation with the protesters and instead has arrested people has towed their trucks and tried to get the highways back open again doesn't want to actually have a conversation he just wants to arrest all the people that actually transport all the items in the country and just say you're a big bunch of naughty meanie heads that we don't like because we're socialists and we don't like to negotiate with terrorists and we're just going to reopen our roads that solves one problem with the blockades doesn't solve the other problem with actually getting products to the stores that they need to So that's ongoing as well. Here's the bigger picture, though. Let's go out to a 30,000-foot view here, shall we? With this whole Ukrainian thing and with the Canadian thing as well. Both of them are kind of one and the same here. This could all be solved. There's a new article on, what is this, Axios.com. The TikTok war. Speaking of TikTok, 
We've been making our videos, trying to at least have some content out there, get some people some common sense, because there is some interesting information on TikTok. I would recommend people to check it out if you you know want to watch videos and get sucked into it, because there's a lot of interesting content on there. But here's the latest piece where they really try to derail at TikTok, where now that's even going to get censored with a new algorithm even worse than what it was before. And they were probably, got to admit, they were probably one of the worst ones with algorithms. Because it was formerly Chinese-owned, now it's California-based owned or Microsoft-owned or somebody, and it's really the stuff that you want to see they're going to let you see for you to stay on it longer. So if it doesn't agree with your side, they're not going to give it to you on there, uh, which means it's already really, really bad. However, there's just like any social media, there are idiots out there that do stupid things and create ridiculous content that are just uh, quote unquote fake news or just misinformation. You are fake news. I know. Yeah. So TikTok's one of those that really makes some absurd claims. And apparently the Russians have been using TikTok in a really interesting manner to try and promote their strength by showing how many soldiers and how many troops are built up on the border, what's actually going on, trying to create this mindset that Ukraine's in the wrong. And I'm sure that progressives and young individuals who know nothing better probably see it and they're like, oh, yeah, that makes total sense. Okay, yeah, and they go along with it, not realizing that it's rushing content. Just like RT News, if you watch RT News on over-the-air cable or non-cable, whatever it is, over-the-air TV, RT News is Russian news. Now, it's not to say that they don't have some decent information or decent content, but it's Russian propaganda. You need to know when you go into it, not to say don't watch it or don't listen to it, because you want to see all sides, but it's Russian propaganda. Now, the question is when they say we, we need to censor this stuff because they're getting misinformation out there, they're spreading misinformation. My first question that pops up to me that really should be everybody's big question is, okay, if we're getting information from TikTok and it's misinformation, why are we getting our news from TikTok? Why are we getting our news from Facebook? Why are we getting our news from Twitter? Why are we getting our news from Instagram? Why are we getting our news from, you know, fill-in-the-blank social media sites or obscure website on, on the interweb? Why are we getting our information from those? And it's very simple. It's because the federal government is not transparent in what they do. It was evident during the COVID-19 pandemic. It's evident during the Russian scandal now. It's evident during the Canadian issue where we're not getting the full information. Now, while they try to, instead of actually be more transparent with the government releasing, they just want to censor the content that we're actually seeing online to where we're starting to believe things that may or may not be true from social media sites as opposed directly to the government. And here's what I mean. If the government during COVID would have come out and said, and we've railed on this so many times, it's getting a little boring and old to say, but if they came out and said, you know, you can get a vaccine, you can wear a mask if you want to, but masks really aren't going to do anything unless it's an N95 or higher. It's not going to help really in any way, shape, or form for a molecule of a virus that's smaller than the fabric of, a, of, of the mask. Then, you know, but if you feel more comfortable with it, do it. That's fine. Okay, whatever. Uh but by the way, you can also boost your immunity by taking D3 vitamins because 80% of the population is D3 deficient in those vitamins. You can also work on your health by actually taking care of your diet. You can actually do some exercise. You can get exposed to things to where you can build up a natural immunity that works better than a vaccine. You know, all of these things. They can do all of those things. They didn't, so therefore we don't trust them with anything that they say. Have we heard any news on the Russian issue? Again, Joe Biden's telling us, but he doesn't remember what he's had for breakfast this morning. So do I trust him? No, not necessarily. 
is our Secretary of State actually coming out with comments? He may be. I haven't seen at least a press conference with him in it since, you know, a week or two ago when he's like, we sent a really stern letter to Russia, and I hope that they got it because, gosh darn it, we're just going to hope that they didn't de-escalate themselves. Okay, that's great. What's the details and what's the information here? We've heard from numerous individuals that the U.S. really kind of instigated this issue with Russia that now we're trying to look like the great saviors coming in here, which is probably what's going to happen. The U.S. coming out and saying, we, riding in their great white horse, looking like Fabio with the wind blowing their long hair back without the shirt on, almost like Vladimir Putin, but Joe Biden would be wearing, you know, a big helmet with elbow and chin pads and riding a little tricycle and saying, I am here and I have saved the day, wanting to de-escalate the situation with Russia and the Ukraine. And by golly, we did it. Vote for me in November because I don't have any other victories in my uh, arson right now. That's really what they're going for. But we haven't heard the real reason why all of this has happened. So what do we do? We want to find out what's going on. They're not telling us the truth. They only give us small truths. They only give us what they want us to know. We're going to find it elsewhere. There's a weird change in dynamic in society right now to where we don't trust the federal government, which, I mean, granted, who really does, honestly. But no one really trusts the government and what they're saying with any of their messaging to us. So we have to look for it elsewhere. And if anything's online that contradicts what the government says, then a lot of people just pick it up and take it. Now, that doesn't do us a whole lot of good when it comes to verifying, you know, trust but verify, or even not trusting and verifying with another source or another site that is credible that you do believe or trust in right now. But right now, we're in a situation where we don't trust the government, we don't trust the media, so we're going to find it online on a social media site. Kind of strange, isn't it? Now, the government has two options. They can either change course and be more transparent with us and be more open about conversation of what's going on, whether it helps their narrative or not, or they can continue to silence us on social media. And I'm having a feeling that they've been taking the latter and uh, just silencing us on social media because, well, they don't like the truth coming out because it doesn't help their narrative because it's all political. It's nothing about actually helping you or me. It's nothing about actually taking care of society. It's about how to win a new election with the socialist progressive agenda that they have that's, by the way, failing miserably. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. Again, that's HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. 
Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Bring some reason into your day. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. So it's wild how the times change. I mean, there is really a generational massive difference in the world right now to where I'm so glad being 33 myself, being part of the millennials, which I apologize for every day. I know I'm sorry for the stupid stuff that the millennials do, but it's good for us to have a voice in there because look how the world has changed. I want to go back to, I don't know, 30, 40, 50 years ago. Which, by the way, don't make me feel old again, please. I <laughs> There's radio stations now that are playing uh, oldies music or classic music or uh, uh, classic hits or whatever, and they're playing 90s music. Did you know, which, by the way, I was not aware of until yesterday or over the weekend, that that 70s show, anybody watch that 70s show? Great show. Love that show. Uh, they're now creating a that 90s show with Eric and what's-her-face, the redhead, where they're together and now they have kids, and their kids are living through the 1990s, and it's set in like 1995. It's a new Netflix show that apparently is coming out. That itself makes me feel extremely old already because my kid, uh, my daughter, seven-year-old daughter, little voice of reason, she's going to look back and be like, well, mommy and daddy were born in the 1980s, which for many listening will be like, really, Andy, that's not old. But when she thinks of that at that generation, she's going to be like, wow, they're super old. They were born in the last decade, in the last like generation, the 1900s. I know, I know. So bear with me here, but there's been a lot of change, which is why it's so important for our voice, maybe the younger generation, to start taking the reins on some of these conversations. Because imagine in the 1940s, 50s, 60s, what was going on at that time? It was the American dream. People were growing up in the white picket fence, or at least that was the dream, the American dream, having the white picket fence, the nice house. You turn on the TV to get the news, and you had one or two or three channels where you had news, and you just accepted that news because that was the only way to have that news, and you didn't know anything better other than that news. And you got that. You trusted what the government said. Even as Republicans are like, yeah, Ike's going to do great, you know? Republicans, it's all good. It's all good. And you just trusted what the government was going to do. And you listened to the media. And when things happen, you just glued around the radio or glued around the TV and you just listened for the news. And now as things have grown up, it's weird because you would think that the the Democrats and the elites on the other side of the aisle, they haven't quite grasped the fact that there is so little transparency now that people can find other information and other content on other social media platforms or other websites other than what is being regurgitated to the mainstream. They still think that it's in the 1950s, 60s, and 70s to where what you put out on the mainstream media is what people believe and just accept as fact and just go about their day. That's not the case anymore. 
I don't care what CNN says. Even a breaking story, if a 9-11 happened today, I don't give a rip about what CNN, MSNBC, CBS, all these sites do. I don't care what they have to say because they're making assumptions. When a shooting happens, they automatically say it's about the gun that they walked in with like some crazy like assault rifle, AK-47 with a chainsaw attached to it or something, and how it's all just these crazy right-wing radicals when none of it's ever the case. But they make these wild, absurd claims. And then they killed the American dream. I mean, outside of just the media in, you know, digestion, they killed the American dream. They raised inflation. They put us in servitude with all the debt that we have with mortgages and with car payments and leases and with credit card debt and with student loan debt and with medical debt. They've destroyed the healthcare industry. They destroyed even the home ownership side to where my generation that's supposed to be an adult, and apparently we don't see ourselves as an adult until like the age of 30, apparently, and we don't like to buy houses. And then you see the headline like this, like CNBC, that lumber soaring in prices adds nearly $20,000, $19,000 to a cost of a new home. So we're already trying to deal with, you know, 30, 40, 50, $60,000 of student loan debt. We have credit card debt up the wazoo. The health care is way too damn expensive to where it takes a massive amount of our paycheck. And then we're supposed to go out and buy a home that's $20,000 inflated above what it needs to be because of lumber prices? Come on, man. The times have changed. And my generation is kind of getting the raw end of the deal on it. And while you can make fun of millennials, and I do every day because I apologize for us, we're kind of getting the raw end of the deal here because we're coming in in a line of servitude that the Democrats have created beyond belief. And then we have to go out of our way to find five different sources on real news because the mainstream doesn't tell us the actual truth of what's really happening. I'm a little frustrated about it. What about you? The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government censorship and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media. When Reason Meets Radio, you're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Halfway through the show already today for a post-Monday celebration. I don't care what you say, the greatest day of the entire week. That's right, I said it. Can't take it back. (laughs) Welcome back in. I'm getting a lot of comments on the social media, by the way, from the comment we made going into the break about how the dynamic has changed in society and not in the best way and how the progressives have really just kind of messed up the whole American dream thing. And, you know, we got to go out of our way to find content. That's why I saw a comment on the social media as well. TikTok should be banned in the U.S. I agree. I think it's kind of ridiculous. And they take over a whole lot of your information and they they really set the algorithms for you to stick on there really bad it's a dangerous app however while it's there we should probably have our voice be heard on there in some way shape or form so 
You can visit us on there and follow us on TikTok at Who's Your Reason, along with all of our other social media, as we are all over the country on multiple radio stations. TV stations. Hat tip to the OpsLens team on the live stream as well for the video on all the platforms and of course the website at HoosierReason.com. I kind of set up the conversation that we're about to have here without even recognizing it as we go into our What's Trending of the Day. What's trending today? So that whole American dream thing, you know, the idea of, you know, growing up with the white picket fence, starting a business, being able to buy a house, start a family, do the whole thing. That was the American dream. You know, the streets paved with gold. The opportunities are endless for any individual. It's all about that. And it doesn't seem like it's been that way for a while because it's been a little frustrating economically with a, you know, 7% inflation rate. Thanks you know, current current government affiliation. And uh, at the same time, we see uh, now that we're trying to recover from the COVID-19 pandemic, it's been very strange because we see unemployment rates, we see job growth and new job opportunities and new jobs in the country on a monthly basis. But then this new weird number started popping up with the resignations and how many people are leaving the workforce or leaving their current jobs. And the question is, why are you leaving for a better opportunity or are you leaving just because you were told to do so? Or are you leaving because you had no choice to talk about some of this and more on how you can get back on track and what you can do in this crazy, wild world that we live in right now? Uh, you can find her with her latest book, Red Cape Rescue. Save your career without leaving your job. You can visit her online as well at redcaperevolution.com. Super happy to have on the program Darcy Eichenberg with us here. Darcy, how are you, my friend? I'm great. Thank you, Andy. Glad to be here. I am really happy to have you on the program. First off, it was very strange to start seeing, what was it, October, November last year. We see the unemployment rate number. We see the new job growth number. And then we see this resignation number on how many people are leaving their jobs. And it's in the multiples of millions every month. At least it has been the last couple of months. What in the world's going on here? Yeah, the numbers have really taken people off guard. But if you really go back and look at the data... Some of this has been building up for a while. Uh, the, the, the pandemic ended up being like a magnifying glass for a lot of things. And not only did we have layoffs and downsizing and businesses that just couldn't function in the pandemic, but we also uh, had time where people were reflecting on their lives and in some cases making choices that may be great for them in the long term. And But sometimes we're starting to see people making choices that they've made choices that they're now having a little bit of regret about. So it's really going to be interesting to continue to watch this and how it affects our workforce on ongoing. Yeah, very much so. Let's talk about the positive side of it is, you know, obviously some are pushing it for higher wages or better opportunities, which if a lot of people are leaving their jobs, there's obviously some better opportunities for people to take steps up. That's a good thing. At the same time, like myself, I mean, there's been a lot of individuals that said, you know what, uh, we have to stay at home. We have to quarantine. We can't really go out and about and do our thing. Let's just start our own home home business. And, you know, I've started a small media company with doing production work and podcasting and that sort of thing on the side. A lot of individuals have found ways to stay at home. So leaving jobs and going full on to the home business would be a good aspect to it, wouldn't it? Because that's really just taking matters into their own hands to try and be more uh, more responsible. I think that anytime when you recognize that you only control three things, you control everything you think, everything you say, and everything you do. And that's it, that you can't control what's going to happen in a company or in even in your own business with your customers or in the environment. So when you decide, hey, these are some things I'm going to take control of, I think that's always good for us individually because it looks different for every single person. But that's 
the way we get different businesses started. That's the way that we create things within existing businesses. Um, and so I think this is a great time for people to recognize, hey, maybe I've given up too much of my control and I'm waiting for everybody else to figure things out. What, what's my place in it? What is the opportunity that I have to make a choice that's right for me? Yeah, I mean, that's a great opportunity there. The American dream, you know, being able to start your own business, being an entrepreneur and doing your own thing. That's the good side of it. Let's talk about the negative and what has led to the negative on what could lead to some regrets. Obviously, people have had to make some really tough choices. And as you mentioned, this started before the COVID pandemic. I think the pandemic maybe exacerbated it a little bit. But whether people were concerned about mask or vaccine mandates that they had to deal with or they were scared of being around other individuals or they saw an opportunity that may be more money, but maybe in a different field that they weren't familiar with and they tried to take that leap of faith. Where are people now if they are regretting their decisions? Well, first of all, I think that we are starting to see some people that are asking themselves the next set of questions. You know, maybe at the time it seemed like the right thing was to leave, or maybe they didn't have a choice. Maybe their job was ending, or they see an end to the industry that they're in with all the innovation and all the change that's been happening. Um, and maybe they just went to what seemed like it was the logical next step. But what's the old Dr. Seuss line? Wherever you go, there you are. <laughs> and I think very often we, we've made choices about our lives at work that continue to not work for our lives. And when we think that the next job is going to be the solution and then it's not, you know, I think those, those are the triggers to take a big step back and to say, okay, great. Um, so it wasn't the job that fixed it. What's the work that I need to do to decide for me who I am right now, what I need, what's important to me? And, you know, you mentioned the American dream, but I think the American dream is to be able to have some choice, to have control. But we, you know, we we get to control certain things within our circumstances. We can't control the world. We can't control other things around us. So taking back some of that control and saying, what are the choices I get to make um, about what's next for me? That might be getting more education. That might be speaking up in an environment that's not working well. We have more control, I think, than we often give ourselves credit for. That is absolutely 100% true, and I'm so glad you mentioned that. We're talking with Coach Darcy Eichenberg, the author of the book Red Cape Rescue. You can find her website at red uh, redcaperevolution.com. Talk about some of those opportunities. Like you said, I mean, you, can, you have power, and that's what we try to emphasize on this show kind of from a political stance, but really all over just as an individual – that we have that power when it comes to negotiating contracts or negotiating a job that you have that power. It's not necessarily just relying on a union to do so. You can better your your work conditions, better your living conditions. You can better yourself without relying on someone else, but taking that independence, doing it and doing things outside of it that could improve your life in whatever aspect you're looking for. Yeah, there's a great story around um, what happened about a year and a half or so ago at Goldman Sachs and, and with, with some of their newer hires. And you would think, well, Goldman Sachs, you know, these are people straight out of business school, it's people of privilege. Um, and, and, but the interns recognized that the way that the work had been happening with the culture of, hey, let's just nose to the grindstone 24-7, you're on all the time, wasn't working to get the best work done possible. And instead of just complaining about it or leaving, you know, they, they gathered together and they presented an alternate plan because, you know, employers 
a people too. Our leaders are people too. And sometimes I think we don't think that we can have a conversation pointing stuff out about how the way we're working isn't working. And I, I think more of us, to your point, I don't think we have to be organized, but we have to know what are we asking for, and and we have to ask for what we need. And that's actually a chapter in the book for us individually to think about, what is it that I need? How do I ask for it? And I can't control the answer, but I can control that I'm going to ask. Yeah, that is very true. Uh, talk about leadership for a second in the workplace, whether it's, you know, my, I'm a millennial, I'm 33 years old, you know, the younger generation coming into the workforce, the older generation that may be running a lot of the businesses, but leadership and work ethic, is it on the rise? Is it on the decrease right now? Have you seen younger individuals coming into the workforce with as good of a work ethic, or do you think that that's something that we may be lacking that could affect the workforce moving on down the road? It's always dangerous to try to label a particular generation or attitudes. I think that, you know, the truth is that we know that our, our generation coming into the workforce um, has has grown up with different different experiences, different distractions, um, different expectations. And I don't think one you can say one is good and one is bad, but I think we have to be clear about in each of our workplaces as leaders, you know, what does the work look like? And then we have to be clear in our role if we're employees or even if it's your own business, right? Um, You have to be clear with yourself about what are the expectations and, you know, what's realistic given what I want out of my life or the time that I want to commit or the effort that I want to commit. I mean, certainly the classic American work ethic, um, you know, that you see in a movie, uh, nose to the grindstone, get it done. I think there's still plenty of people who are passionate about their work and who know they're making a difference and care and do that. But I think that we're, we've gone away from just the uh, work for work's sake you know, that I have to show up because someone tells me to. Yeah. I think we really are getting back to the place where you get to, you, you, you're, you're responsible to figure it out. And if you're not happy, you can't blame it on everybody else. It's like, what are the things that that I could control to make my situation just a little bit better for me? Amen to that. I love it. Great opportunities all around. Like you said, the dynamics changing in the workforce to find new opportunities as well, which I think is really great for the younger generation as well. It's Red Cape Rescue is the book. Go check it out. Redcaperevolution.com. Darcy, we appreciate the time very much. I loved it. We got to get you back on the show again real soon. Great. Terrific. Glad to be here. Thanks, Andy. Hey, absolute pleasure. We'll get you back on again soon. We'll take a break, wrap up the show today for a post-Monday celebration here on The Voice Series. A lot to break down when we come back right here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Andy Hoosier here, reminding you, not only can you listen to The Voice of Reason on your favorite radio station, but also check out the video of the program on TV and online. We're excited to be working with our partners over at OpsLens to bring The Voice of Reason live every day on their website at OpsLens.com, on the OpsLens app that you can download on any of your smartphones, or on any of the OpsLens social media. It's a great network that broadcasts multiple shows promoting truth, reason, and common sense, reaching thousands of viewers every day, all day long. 
Plus, while you're there, you can always watch some of the best highlights of the show during the weekends or read our latest opinion columns on topical issues of the day. Also, if you want to interact with me during the program, just leave a comment on their social media or the OpsLens app stream. You can always join the live chat rooms, or if it's easier, just email me at network at gmail.com. Again, that's network at gmail.com. This is your show, and we want to hear from you. Why? Because it's time for you to be your own voice of reason in your own community. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You want some more reason throughout the day? Well, now it's easier than ever to find. Here's what you do. Check out the website at HoosierReason.com. There you can find past shows, links to all of our social media, special features, our monthly blogs, and a heck of a lot more. Plus, make sure to check in frequently as we're constantly working to add more goodies that you'll really enjoy. Also, you can always subscribe and follow our social media sites for bonus content, articles that we use on the show, or maybe some additional rants. Yeah, it's all that and so much more. Check it all out at HoosierReason.com. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Fighting for freedom every day. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back to the program. Thanks again to Darcy coming on the program. Red Cape Revolution is the website. You can go and check her out as a coach trying to get your career and job back on track. Awesome individual. Get her back on the show again real soon. You know, talking about the American dream, I am going to be telling my little Voice of Reason. She's seven right now, and right now she wants to be trying to remember what she wants to be when she grows up. Because I ask her this all the time. I'm like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Because I told her that she's going to be president. She goes, no, dad, dad. <laughs> it was funny. Uh, what was it, last year, a couple years ago? I go, Isla May, that's her name, Isla. I go, Isla, when you grow up, you're going to be president. She goes, no, dad, dad, Donald Trump's president. And I said, I know, but he's not going to be president forever, unfortunately. Hopefully for another four years. This was before the election. And I said, so, you know, after he's done, then you can be president. She goes, no, Dad, Dad, he's a boy. I'm a girl. I said, no, girls can be presidents, too. Just not Hillary Clinton and not Kamala Harris. They can't be <laughs> they can't be president, but you can be president, too. She goes, no, I want to be a veterinarian and a ballet dancer. I said, all right, that's cool. But you're going to be president one of these days. So, you know, we go round and round. But I'm going to tell her that the opportunities are endless. I mean, come on. Give me a break. I do feel, honestly, I feel a little bit foolish showing up every day and kind of going through the grind and doing the daily work and putting in 10, 11 hours a day and working on side hustles and, you know, doing everything. I enjoy radio, so don't get me wrong. I love what I do. This is what I would do even if I had a choice to do anything I wanted to with no worries about money or anything. I love radio. I love talk radio. I love politics. I love media. I love this stuff. So this is what I would do. Anyways, but I feel a little foolish at times when I come home exhausted and put in a long day with a lot of projects and I didn't feel like I got anything done and I'm a little frustrated. And I feel a little foolish when I go home and then I see that a 10-year-old's making like $10 million a month playing video games on live stream. I gotta be <laughs> I gotta be honest, I feel a little foolish that way. So that here's a word to the wise. Any kid that has like some wild hair up there, you know what, to try and come up with a business idea or some type of project, let them do it. 
Let them do it because who knows what's going to be successful. Let them pursue any opportunity because if my daughter makes it making a billion dollars a year by playing a video game online or doing some kind of virtual reality thing or whatever, you know what? All the power to you, baby girl. All the power to you. And you can work a heck of a lot less than than me. Right now, as we're starting with our Hoosier Media Network and we're starting, you know, with my show that's going to be on the stream with there and we're working on podcast productions and Mrs. Voice of Reason starting with her Hoosier Health and the holistic medicines and everything she's doing, uh, our little one wants to be part of it. And she wanted to do a show and we were talking about things that she wanted to do and I don't know if you watch these. If not, I don't recommend it unless you have very little kids that are obsessed with it. But there are YouTube channels of little kids that make millions of dollars of them just playing with toys in their house. There's one There's one channel on YouTube called Nastia is her name, I think. She's Russian, Ukrainian. I don't know. Remember, something over there. Uh, but they moved to America, and now they make this YouTube channel. She is the richest YouTube star on YouTube as like a 10-year-old kid. It's insane. Now, we don't want to copy and mimic what they're doing, obviously, but our little girl, she wants to do yoga sessions for children and teach children how to do stretches, how to sit there and do different yoga poses, and she wants to do it with Barbies next to her. So by golly, what did we do? We have a green screen. We have cameras. We're going to start a YouTube channel. Let her just do her thing. And if it takes off, great. If not, then it's a way for her to be able to at least have some fun with it. We're never going to say, no, sorry, that's not going to do anything. Because apparently I'm not the best um, gauge of what could be successful or unsuccessful. Because I would never imagine that a a video game player can make millions of dollars by streaming it online and having people watch them. And making money doing it. So there's opportunities that are endless. The American dream is out there. It's just in a way that we never thought would actually happen. Entrepreneurs are being started every single day. There are stats out there that near 90% of millionaires today in the United States, 90% of them are self-made millionaires. It's not the big rich elite that's just handing down the money from one generation to another. Are they making more money? Sure, they're making more money. But 90% of millionaires in today's age right now, 80, 80%, 90%, whatever the stat was, don't quote me on it, can't remember, it's been a while since I've seen it, are self-made millionaires. An astronomical amount. Just by doing their own thing. By finding alternatives to what's out there and finding something that consumers enjoy, whether it's entertainment value or product value. Speaking of, uh, one person that is a multimillionaire that probably shouldn't be and should be, you know, have a serious look at on that is Dr. Fauci where, according to Senator Roger Marshall, my senator here from the state of Kansas, kind of a rock star, just throwing it out there, he's shown and released some emails from Fauci saying that he has officially suppressed the theory that was out there about the China COVID-19 lab theory, where that's where it was released out of Wuhan. We found the emails. They're public now. And hat tip to Senator Roger Marshall, according to Newsmax.com. So you know what? News is coming out. Never lie, because the truth always comes out in the end. And I hope that you reap the repercussions because of that. That's it for us today. Bye at it. Tomorrow, podcast up in just a little bit. Until then, be your own voice of reason. Think outside the box a little bit. Make yourself a little more independent and make your own decisions. Until then, we'll see you on the radio tomorrow. Have a great one. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. You know, when I get off the air every day, the battle for me against limited government, censorship, and even unfactual content is far from over. That's why now I'm so happy to say that the Hoosier Media Network is giving you more opportunity to catch the voice of reason along with other great shows and podcasts. It's been a long time in the works, and now you can finally enjoy more great content, services, and topical shows. We're the safe space for alternative talk, information, and ideas that the mainstream media absolutely hates. From holistic and alternative medicine, discussions on 
religion and spirituality, hear entertainment shows, and of course yours truly with the voice of reason. Plus, we offer numerous media services, including helping you set up your own podcast, become your own voice of reason, and bring your expertise to any fun issue or topic. For information on all of our shows, links to podcasts, each show website or social media link, or to find out about everything we do to challenge the mainstream establishment, visit our website at HoosierMedia.com. Again, that's HoosierMedia.com, the future of media.